This week on Another Digital Citizen, we will be playing Skibbity Toilet Lethal Company on Netflix Games. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. It's a normal episode of another digital citizen. Welcome, everybody. It's uh, episode four, uh, three, two, one, zero, liftoff. <laughs> See what I do there, look. I do. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Some four, num numbers. Four, three, two, one, zero, liftoff. Uh, 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 yeah. I don't think the count does the liftoff for NASA. I have not asked, but uh, I don't think so. Yeah, well, it would be dangerous because whenever he finishes, there's lightning strikes. And so <laughs> it would kind of cancel out the weather, which they have to really focus on at the Kennedy Space Center when they're mm -hmm. launching rockets. So, yeah, I think he would be a hindrance to have around uh, in that process. Hey, since I know nothing about uh, American geography, uh, Kennedy Rocket Center, is that in Florida? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See? I'm pretty good at guessing. I think they send all the rockets away from there because it's surrounded by water, so if something goes wrong, right, then the they, rocket falls into the ocean. Cuba. Right. Oh, oh <laughs> there's that also, I guess. Maybe that was the plan in the 60s, but I think the idea is, like, there's less chance of it falling into a, into a middle of a city, but yeah. And if they really need to, they can always, like, shove it off to Cuba. <laughs> Uh, that's the reason why it's in Florida. Yeah, so they can remote control drive it into a, a building in, in a... In oh, wait, that's something they actually tried to do. Oh, um, yeah. How's it going, Fro? How's your week been? It's been fucking busy. It's uh, almost a little bit weird talking today, because this has been one of the shortest weeks I have ever had, I think. Just being boom, 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 uh, something every day. It's kind of been that way, but I've been stuck in the house all week because there's a massive cold sweep going across the entire U.S. Um, Whatever do you mean? I did not notice that yesterday at all. Yeah. It, not uh, Monday. Monday. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah, it's starting to get better today here, but the entire U.S. has, like, record low temperatures. Like, uh, it, there's a good two or three inches of solid ice on the ground, like, unable to mm -hmm. even walk outside, let alone drive anywhere for the last week or so. So I guess it started Friday for me, uh, Saturday, I guess, mm -hmm. technically Friday. I was definitely, or Friday night, like late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Um, mm -hmm. so I haven't really gone anywhere or done anything, but, uh, try to stay warm and try to keep a path cut that I could walk out of my house occasionally. Yeah. That's what I've been I'm not getting a lot of sleep. Because, yeah, it's it's been a little crazy, but uh, I'm fine. So, yeah. We're here. We're uh, one... Uh, no, that doesn't fit. Uh, okay, let's talk about the news. I was like, nope, skip it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, one, one third queer is not like... It's not, it's not really... I don't think that, I don't think that's a thing. But they do say no. it's a spectrum or whatever. So, um, 
<clears throat> I didn't lose power like at all at all this week until me and no. you went to watch a movie together, and then I lost power for it was only a three or four hours, five hours maybe, um, right. randomly. But that was the only time I lost power, so that was a did you a finish bonus. the movie? I did finish the movie. Yeah. Yeah, good. I mean, I also finished the movie. It was so fun to watch Mission Impossible again. Yeah, it was definitely not James Bond. We'll talk about that nope. in a little bit, though. <laughs> we will. Uh, well, there was something else happened yesterday. Uh, was something in Iowa? I I don't know. Is that in the north? In the north? I well, I guess is it? It's not. I guess it depends on what you mean by north. <laughs> uh, okay, is it next to Canada somehow? Uh, is it next to Canada? I don't... I'm trying to think. I think it's more like mid Midwest or middle okay. of the country kind of thing, right? Okay. I want to say... I, I don't know. I'm not American, if you didn't know. Yeah, it's it's in the middle of the country more. Uh, okay. I thought it was... It's uh, kind of north, like, depending... Because, like... It's not all the way next to Canada. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was by, like, uh, Dakota and Minnesota. Like, if you're living in Texas, then, yeah, it's pretty north, I guess, is my Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends where Yeah, it's are. all relative, kind of. We live on a giant ball, so. Oh, my God. You're such a non-flat earther. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out of the presidential race following the Iowa caucus. It's almost, almost like I predicted this would happen. Uh, yeah, last week, the day we did the show, um, Chris Christie dropped out uh, mm -hmm. before this whole thing happened. Um, and then right after... Ohio businessman Vivek Ramaswamy suspended his presidential campaign. Uh, he offered Donald Trump his full endorsement and said he would appear with Trump uh, that night. The news following yeah. a lackluster performance in Iowa uh, and a failure to maintain a short-lived momentum he garnered after the debates. And Ramaswamy was the youngest Republican candidate in the race. Okay. Oh, so that pretty much just leaves... Haley and Trump. I mean, the other people that are in are not even worth talking about. Um, yeah, Haley is probably going to be the one that keeps it in the race the longest because she's like coked up. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think one thing that I had pointed out a while ago it was the idea that since there were so many other Republicans in the race, they might. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Republican establishment might try to pull the same thing that the Democrats did against Bernie by coalescing mm -hmm. all these people together right at the last minute to try to, you know, uh, put all their votes together to go against Trump. Um, right. Which, now that everybody's dropped out, that is not a possibility anymore for that to happen. So I don't think that's an, a, a, any longer their plan unless they want to... Unless their plan is to put all their eggs in the in the um, Haley basket, which I'm right. seeing this morning, there was a poll that said in the next uh, primary that she's leading, but we, you know, that doesn't really, we, we're not right. sure what that means until it actually happens. That means absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah and that's just one place. Uh, she, she's not leading anywhere after that, so. 
Right. So uh, I guessed 46% to Trump. That wasn't far away. Uh, he got 499 Uh DeSantis got 21.1%. Haley got 20.5%. And uh, Ramaswamy got uh, 7 Yeah. This is according to CBS News. And program. that was... That was from last night when there were 90% results in. It could have changed a little tiny bit here or there. One big controversy that happened was um, a few different places called the election pretty early, uh, Mm -hmm. mostly due to the exit polls, just going off the exit polls, or the entrance polls, not the exit polls, uh, Mm. of people going into the caucuses. Um, And people were mad at that because they called it before the voting was over. So people were Mm -hmm. still, um, they still had a chance to vote. I don't think it really mattered because anybody with a brain in their head knew that Trump was going to win this anyways. But yeah, um, that was an argument from DeSantis, I believe. But I, I, in all honesty, I didn't think he would get 49.9. That's extremely much higher than I was thinking. Like I said, I, I was thinking forty six, uh, but uh, it actually I misses guess. a misses a pretty big mark for him as like a campaign point because if he was mm-hmm. to get two extra points, if he was to be at fifty one, he would be able mm-hmm. to say even if all these people dropped out and combined all their right all their voters yeah. and assuming yeah. that none of those voters move over to me. Even then, yeah. I would still have won this. So yeah, uh, it's a it would be beneficial for him but um just only in like a optics way not really in any other in, in any right. other way right and i read today that uh he's going to leave uh, new hampshire to focus on south carolina because he doesn't think he will win new hampshire and uh, so whatever that means i think there there's a lot of money Put, being put behind Haley in New Hampshire, and it's maybe more of a liberal state. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think he thinks that he's not going to do well there. And I think people who are backing Haley, like the Koch brothers, are probably banking on, okay, if she does well here, maybe we can build momentum off of that and right. and move it into other places. But she's still, like you said, what was it, 20-something percent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, she's, not, she's not going anywhere after this, I don't think. So... No, because I think the lousy percentage that Ramosami got will go to Trump. Because, I mean, he's more or less Trump Jr. Uh, so, um... I also think uh, Haley's kind of... Her whole stick, her whole vibe is kind of um, college-educated uh, conservatives who live in major cities who mm-hmm. want war... And a lot of Trump's base is just not that. They're blue-collar, uh, right. anti-big uh, government kind of people. And she is pro-big government. I don't think she's bringing right. in any of those voters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, i said this many times before. Like, one of the very, very few things I liked about the presidency of Donald Trump is the lack of war during his presidency. And uh, I, I think, I think, uh, I think... Uh, she would be worse in that way once when it comes to other things I'm not sure but anyway uh, US strikes in Yemen marks a very dangerous moment in the Middle East who said that? 
uh, well, it was from multiple peace groups that said that, but the U.S. military on Tuesday, uh, y yesterday, carried out even more strikes in Yemen again through the anti-ship ballistic missiles, uh, the U.S. told Reuters. This is the latest move against an Iranian-aligned group over its targeting of Red Sea shipping uh, vessels. One of the officials said the missiles were struck because they were being prepared to target ships in the re region. The U.S. strike came days after Houthi forces hit U.S.-owned and operated dry bulk ships. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the Houthi attacks in the Red Sea shipping have continued even after the U.S. and Britain launched last week's initial wave of strikes against the Houthi capabilities. It is unlikely right. the, the initial U.S. strikes last week, which were against pre-planned targets, uh, Tuesday strikes appeared to show that the U.S. military would provocatively go after Houthi military com uh, capabilities as, as they become detected. If confirmed, this would usher in a far more assertive posture for the U.S. military towards uh, the Houthis and Iran. Right. Did you see <laughs> Hassan uh, uh, streaming with uh, uh, pirates? I did not. Ah, he did. Yeah. He got a little in trouble for doing that for some reason. I don't understand why. That's not controversial. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the the thing that they're they're definitely trying to spin it in a certain way, talking about the Houthis attacking these ships, these ship that are shipping different, you know, commodities, um, which it, they could stop that. Uh, mm. The Houthis have said the only reason that they're attacking these ships is because mm -hmm. Israel is attacking Palestine, and so if that stopped, the attacks on the ships would stop, and the U.S. is attacking the Houthis because of the ships. The Houthis are attacking the ships because of Israel. Israel's mm -hmm. being backed by the U.S. It's all a big circle. <laughs> where it's the circle <laughs> of war. Right. Where if we just stop backing them, this would all stop. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. 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 We, we need to have it get going because uh, we need to make money on that. Well, there's that, and I think the um, the Israeli right wing government knows that they're in in the international space are being looked at as wrong. There's a criminal court case coming up in international court against them, and that if they don't start a wider war mm -hmm. sooner than later, this government will be out of out of uh, control because of everything they've done. So. They have to try to do this, otherwise they know uh, it's the end for them. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Oh, yeah, no, we need to go, let the uh, war uh, factory go on so rich people can kill people and uh, make money off it. That's so important. Well, another announcement that came out is the U.S. is stopping aid packaging uh, packages to, to Ukraine also this week. At the same oh, time... Oh, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. How, how weird how that works, right? Strange timing. Hmm. We got out of Afghanistan, and then all of a sudden that Super Ukraine strange. war started, and then right after we so this strange. war started, then that war stopped. It's almost like 
there was some kind of planning or something. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see if we can fuck up our planet a little bit more, please. Can we please, please, please do that? Pretty please? Pretty please? Yeah, anybody who's please? like a, who is a climate change activist should be against war. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Planes and tanks and all these things put off more <laughs> bad gases for the environment than like any number of cars and things like that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, see what Norway does that is uh, incredibly stupid. Deep sea mining! Norway approves controversial practice. I'm so proud of being Norwegian. A bill passed Tuesday will accelerate the hunt for precious metals, which are in high demand for green technologies. That is the most ironic part of this whole article right there. It is one of the most stupid things I can read, yes. Environmental scientists have warned it could be a dev devastating for marine life. The plan concerns Norwegian waters, but agreements on mining in international waters could also be reached later this year. So yeah, their plan is to create green technologies to save the Earth is to destroy the ocean. Seems counterintuitive to me, but ask Aquaman, I guess. Can I just say that I'm I'm so incredibly disappointed in the Norwegian government for doing this. Mm -hmm. It's just like it, it it makes me so fucking angry because it's like uh, people are uh, talking about, of course, the whales. Uh, uh, that is one of the big things, and the area. If you look at the area, it is bigger than Norway itself. So it's not like a very, like, small area. Yeah, and like I said, that's just the... the that's the agreed-upon area. Now it says 280,000 square right. kilometers, or 108,000 square miles, but that's just in the Norwegian's waters, but like uh, agreement on yep. international waters is coming. Um... It says here, the deep sea hosts potato-sized rock called nodules and crusts which contain minerals such as lithium, scandium, cobalt, and crit that are critical for clean technologies, including batteries. Um, you know, I just reading that sentence, I know how to fix this whole problem from. Jacksepticeye. Oh, huh. Jacksepticeye, okay. we just have, we create a robot, which is connected to the game Subnautica, uh, oh, yeah, which is that's... basically this <laughs> sentence in a video game. And he, it, we can just have it be like co-op and everybody can go collect these minerals, you know, like with little uh, robot collectors, but it'll all be in a video game. It'll be like that movie mm -hmm. Toys, except without the war. <laughs> Steam will uh, become like the the... The company, the richest Honestly, company in the world, yeah. because they'll be yeah. collecting all the money from these minerals. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we need to find some intelligent life, I think, because God knows, I think it's getting less and less here on fucking Earth. That's for sure. Uh, because aliens found in Peru were not actually aliens, bro. Uh, was this last what? year? Yeah, it was what? the end of last year. Aliens discovered in South America, after all, are doll-like figures. Photos went viral last year um, when they were in a Mexican 
what was it? Uh, the Mexican government released them. Uh, the, minister, mm-hmm. the Peruvian Minister of Culture on Friday, though, in a, the experts' Peru prosecutor's office analyzed the dolls, and forensic archaeologist Flavo Estrada presented the results of their findings. He said, they're not extraterrestrials, they're not even interterrestrials, they're not even a new species, mm-hmm. they're not a hybrid, they're none of these things. Uh, that this group of pseudoscience who for six years has been presenting these elements as. Okay. Okay. I think that's probably uh, translated, so it's a little weirdly worded, but he's saying... Like, yeah, that is weirdly translated. Right. I, I, the pictures of, of, like, the x-rays, it's very clear what these are, but I remember YouTube uh, archaeologists coming out and saying this, like, two months after the initial release of the photos and everything else, so... Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ on toast. I, 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 I swear to God, like, people that, like, say the end times is near is like, I'm, I'm starting to think they are correct. Uh, I, well, it depends on which end times is near person you're talking about, because there's lots of them. <laughs> Yeah, remember when Joe was witness that uh, Jesus would come back in 1914? Google that. Yeah, but uh, didn't Jesus well, say when he returns, you won't you won't be able to tell it's him? Wasn't that? Yes. So there's a good Lord possibility we've already multiple times killed Jesus because uh, we didn't even know it was him. Uh, so he might have already put come him back. Put him in an in Silas Salim. That's what I think. That's Probably. possible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, if someone came back to Earth now and was like, "Hey, I'm Jesus," <laughs> where, where do you think they would get? <laughs> well, it depends on what part Salem. of the you know when what time period. Right now, yeah, for sure. But if it was like yeah. during the Salem witch trials, that you know, yeah, it would have been a little different. But that's different because that was actually true. Everybody that was born on that fire was actually witches. Oh well, according to yeah, yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid, it was true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's an accurate movie about history, right? <laughs> yes, that's how I learned all about it in history class. <laughs> Uh, well, I know what we can do. We can eat the rich, and uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about that. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Eat the rich and let them fucking die. Oh, this was a hard segment, you may say. And it opens a lot of questions, like maybe FBI would be on my door. Maybe one time... Somebody would say, hey, we heard that message from you. You are a fucking asshole. We're going to arrest you. But I don't give a shit. Think about this. Listen to it. Five of the richest people in the world earn billions and billions. And other billions are poor and have nothing. I don't mind people being rich. I don't mind being, being a millionaire. But you're a billionaire and have billions and billions and billions. And even then, you want to screw fucking unions. Billionaires are worthless. They just take, take, and never give. You know why we have like a social contract? Maybe we used to do. 
people can be rich, no problem. You can climb up the social ladder because you have an education system who make that possible even for the poor people. But they are like a social contract. Everybody contributes. Like you don't steal everything. You don't people. You don't screw everybody. But that culture has also changed. The richest here are getting richer and richer and richer. They want everything from the state, and you get nothing fucking back. They win all the benefits, but not payment. They think they're entitled to have the best things of everything, not because they have a lot of money, but yes, because they have a lot of money. What the fuck can I think for? They think that because they have so much wealth, we should admire them, look up to them, grant them gratitude in some fucking special way. A lot of people seem to think that because they think they can be them. Sorry, people. Richest people, the billionaire, are taking the ladder up. They not want you to climb it. Do you ever think that anybody would give you the tools to take them out? It's like we're having the weapons debate. Do you think they give people the, the weapons because they're going to fight against tyranny? No. They get the weapons because they know they can use you to do your fucking bidding. That's why the richest people on the earth can do a lot. They can stop hunger, stop poverty. They can do a lot of even research for cancer, environment, and everything, but they don't want to. Because if everybody gets better, they get less power. And that's what they want. They want power of everyone. They want power of government, power of every fucking individual in this world. People say that communism comes because people start thinking radically and being mad and being crazy and so on. But radical thoughts often come from course of some people are fucking assholes and they are asked so many times and you try to talk them into reason trying to, to make them do something good they don't want to they feel entitled to stand over everyone else that's what they are and that's what they do and that's why they always have been a lot of people who are rich these days many of them have maybe gained because of hard work but most of the hard work is also because they know how to steal they have entitled a lot of money the other friends are people with money. Money, fucking money. I don't mind a little revolution now and then. We are in a situation now that people are getting poorer. The climate is getting worse. And we are on the edge of a third world war. I don't want communism. I don't even want hard left core socialism. But if those thoughts are now getting more and more popular, I understand why. And so should the people on fucking top. Maybe one day their head will be cut off. And believe me, people like me and all moderates, people just want a fair society, I don't see why we should go fucking spin them. We just, they made us just sit there and just, okay, okay, okay. Now we sit and see people doing that. We are not going to do anything for you. You have to use your money to survive. You have to use your money to dodge the bullet. And you will fucking hope that the rouge never will come. Because these days, so much crazy shit going on, I think the revolution will come in one way or another. Well, you can laugh as much as you want on my bad English, but the revolution will be fucking televised. It was strong, it was the truth. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Happy 2024. Mm-hmm. 
I saw a lot of TV. Uh, all of a sudden, they discovered that you should watch TV. Uh, let's start with uh, the saddest, but uh, maybe the best. Uh, Boy Swallows Universe. This is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an Australian show from Brisbane in the 1980s. And it's about a young boy that uh, grows up there, and uh, he has a family life that isn't that fucking easy to say it mildly. Uh, his mother and his dad is mother and stepfather yeah. have like an addiction issue, right? Mm-hmm. And he has uh, another brother as well. Uh, but it's very, very pretty. It's very, very. Uh, consuming and it drained me of energy when I watched it uh, but I think it was very very good, I liked it uh, just that it was very very fucking depressing I think I had ups and downs where like certain parts because of the really depressing parts were very like touching so you like, yeah. there was a roller coaster of emotions um, yeah. where there are some funny parts, there's some super depressing oh, yeah. parts, there's some parts where it's very touching, especially the mm-hmm. the scene between him and his mother when she's, like, oh, actually fuck. finally sober and everything in the, yep. the three-quarters of the way through first episode. Um, and then there's also a kind of sci-fi element that you didn't mention with their phone in, like, a basement yeah. of their house. I didn't want to mention it. That's why it's in the description. It. <laughs> it's in the description of the show oh, yeah. if people look it up. Oh. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and so that adds a whole nother dimension to the show that has yeah. a lot, a lot of drama to it. But then it adds a little sci-fi element almost, and that mm. makes it pretty interesting. It also has uh, Briggs, who is an Australian rapper, in it. Did you notice that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of the narrator, I guess you would call him, but he doesn't really do a lot of narration, but the parts that are narrated are narrated by him. It's mm-hmm. a mini-series, so it's not like a full TV show. Um, I, don't, I I really enjoyed it. I I think, it, like you said, it's depressing, but it also has funny parts, yeah. and it also has touching parts. Uh, it, it's something you really need. I would need. say seven, seven episodes is pretty long for a mini-series, but... Yeah, uh, well, they're long episodes, is the thing. Yeah, that's right. why. Um, it, yeah, it, it. I don't know. It's it's well done. I just think people would need to be like ready for the. There's like trigger warning of like uh, drug addiction things happening there, but other than mm-hmm. that, I don't know. I'd give it a maybe a seven, a seven on the nose. Oh, I give it an eight point five. I really, really liked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was fucking depressing, but it was very good. It definitely came from somebody's, like, it felt like it came from somebody's experience. Exper- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which actually yeah. made it more depressing in a way. I saw, <laughs> a, I guess you could call this depressing, but... I wanted it to be good. It's called After Midnight on CBS. CBS. So this comes after midnight, believe it or not. So after the... Really? Yeah. So after the late night shows, I think it follows um, Colbert. Oh, is it the talk show? Okay. It's not. It's a... 
panel show, like one of those British comedy panel shows where they like, but okay. it's kind of a game show format. So I'm not sure which British panel show this is like, but they give them games to play and then three comedians, you know, they change the panel changes every time. The host doesn't, but the panel changes every time and they have to make jokes about the questions and she gives, you know, completely arbitrary points to them. Um, and then somebody wins but doesn't actually win in the end, that kind of British panel mm -hmm. show. Uh, the host is Taylor Tomlinson, who is a stand-up comedian. Um, pretty new. Hmm. I, I don't know. She's like the the new Amy Schumer. I heard her name somewhere. She's got two Netflix specials out, so it's a good possibility huh? you just saw like a preview for one of her Netflix specials when you were on there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she's got a lot of the same kind of Amy Schumer comedy from what I've seen of her stand-up. Um, but the, I, I wanted the show to be good for no other reason than I wanted uh, her to, to just have... I, I just wanted this to be good mostly because I wanted to throw it in the face of Lily Singh when I think about it. But uh, it was not a good show, actually. There were certain parts that were funny, but the funny parts were when they made a mistake. Because, like, all the answers that they do for these comedy... Uh, questions are is all improv right so the funniest parts to me were when they messed up the improv and like the joke wasn't funny uh, most of the jokes aren't funny but when they completely screwed up and like couldn't even get the joke out that's when the really funny parts happen when like there's actual mistakes does that make sense okay yeah huh. overall and, i'm go ahead no and the mistakes they let be on tv well, like I said, it's all an improv thing. So it's like, you know, when they oh, make a mistake on okay. whose line and then everybody knows that the mistake was made and everybody laughs about it because, like, they barely ever make mistakes. This is like, they have to think of a joke, like, split second, like, all of a sudden. And so lots of times the joke doesn't come out right or sounds stupid or doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so another thing about this show is it really depends on who the panel is, whether the the episode is a good show or not, right? Mm. They say this is kind of supposed to be something that's talking about, like, pop culture, current pop culture of the week, and um, internet culture as well. But they were making some of the most dated-ass internet references in here uh, to things that just haven't been relevant on the internet. It, it's clearly made by people who are out of touch. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, as a host, she's fine, but... She does a lot of, like, really fake laughing. Even when the jokes aren't funny, she has to laugh, and so you can tell it's a fake laugh. Mm. I, don't, I think you might want to check it out, because you like these kind of British panel shows more than I do. I do, yeah. I've never yeah. been a fan. Check it out. It's kind of Americanized, but uh, similar. So <laughs> I'd give it a... I'm probably going to give it a three. A three? Wow. And I went in, That's like I said, I really wanted it to be good, good just to, to spite Lily Singh. But it wasn't so. Because mm. this used to be her spot, I think, uh, before her f show failed. And now they added this show to fill that uh, a spot that was kind of vacant for a minute, I think. Mm. Well, I saw Arrow, Chaos, Comet, Electra, Halo, Raven, Cobra, Cyclone, Dragon, Maximus, Phoenix, Spartan, and Viking in the Australian version of Gladiators. Look, mm -hmm. okay. 
And I saw Apollo, Bionic, Giant, Legend, Nitro, Fa Phantom, Steel, Viper, Athena, Comet, Diamond, Dynamite, Electro, Fire, Fury, and Saber in the UK version of uh, Gladiators. Whew. The last part, it sounded like you were talking about Minecraft. Um, <laughs> for some reason. It did. <laughs> they were all like named after Minecraft elements for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, we can talk about both. Uh, let's talk about the Australian version first, because that's actually the worst version of uh, both of them. Um, so... Uh, I I I was thinking. Oh, I am a hundred and ten percent sure that uh, this uh, is filmed in the same place uh, because I was like, oh, it has to be right. And I was a hundred and ten percent correct. By the way, uh, this is uh, filmed in Sheffield Ar Arena in the UK. Oh, Both okay. of the shows. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is uh, especially for uh, uh, the Australian version, because uh, Channel 10's reboot of Gladiators was not very uh, good taken uh, uh, to people that were... Uh, uh, wanted to see the show because uh, uh, they got slammed by fans for being cheap and faking crowds. And the reason is because this is filmed in the UK, so nobody would know anybody that's in this, like, from the Australia, because it's like it's not like they moved people from uh, Australia to watch this. This is a UK crowd. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, there was no live audience in the Australian version, but there was in the British version. Why would you? Why would it matter? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, would yeah? I, it just it seems like it. It it's irrelevant. Just have an audience there and have it yeah, be I British. Know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It makes absolutely no sense. And also, uh, uh, I also thought they would use uh, the same people, uh, like uh, the same gladiators, but they are actually uh, uh, different people. So that also is kind of weird, because everybody in the Australian version is actually like Australian power builders or ninja warrior thing people or Hollywood stunt woman or something like that. But no, there's no cross promotion of people that's in both of the shows. And, and that makes it even weirder when both shows are filmed in the same place. Like, why wouldn't they like have gladi gladiators that, uh, with a crossover? I don't understand. It wouldn't matter if they both came out at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what do you yeah. give it? Or then? Uh, two. Oh, that's not great. All right. Yeah. And the uh, British one, I give a five. Uh, all right. Let's talk about something on AMC. 
with Clive Owen. Did you see something on AMC with yeah. Clive Owen called Monsieur I, Spade? I did. Uh, we were in French. Which I was like, are the, is this going to be Sam Spade, like Maltese Falcon? And uh, it actually was, I believe, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But for some reason in France, Falcon. right after the war, um, yeah, and he's investigating, uh, investigating a crime... But he's also dealing with what uh, uh, tobacco Anomaly. addiction. There we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was trying to think That's of the fun. word for it. Uh, nicotine, nicotine addiction. That's the word I was looking yes. for. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he's going through withdrawals, and he has. Early signs of emphysema. I think that's what the doctor said. Yes. They were kind yes. of cryptic about the emphysema thing, but. Uh, he's kind of denying it and telling everybody that he's fine, even though he's coughing all the time. And he's also mm. trying to solve this uh, crime at the, at the same time, which is a very weird... It's hard to tell what exactly the crime is even at the beginning, right? Yes, because uh, was was it six nuns that was killed? Uh, I don't remember the exact number. Uh, I think it was six, yeah. Right. But then there's also the little girl that he has to try to find her... Uh, father but she has to find the father so that the father doesn't find the little girl right there's right. also that exactly yeah 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 so uh, what did you think about Humphrey Bogart in this oh I mean uh, that's not his name that's oh gosh Clive Sam, Owens Clive Owen. there you go uh, yes. he was I, I thought the whole thing was well acted I think the yes. set design was nice to look at most of the time. The, I, yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking of the scene where he's walking through the um, outdoor market and there's like the hustle mm. and bustle happening and that really felt like it puts you in the time period. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And I, I think they did a great job of that. It's super slow. I feel like they could speed the show up a bit, but I think yeah. maybe they're going for kind of that film noir feel of like a Sam, of like Maltese Falcon they want it to feel like that slow build. Um, yeah, I, I, it was it was good. I it it's just it didn't suck me in as much as I think it would have if it was a l little punchier, you know. I was bored a lot of the times. I have to be completely honest. I uh, I thought it was a little like I like slow shows. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's, it's very, like, it's very clear that they are trying to, like, uh, uh, get him to be a kind of a Sherlock Holmes guy and things like that. And, and that it's, like, uh, set in the 1955, uh, five around there. And it's just, like... The only thing I very much liked uh, was the girl that uh, played Teresa. She was really good. Uh, but, yeah, no, I... Yeah, no, I was bored a lot of the time, so I wish it was a little faster, like you said. I've, I have a strange feeling that this was a Because you met so many characters in this episode Yeah. that I feel like the next episode is probably going to be a lot um, more uh, action and... Um, mystery solving where this one was you met so many characters and like a lot of it was just him sitting down and having a discussion with people which that's mm. what really slowed it down so I wonder if the next episode will be better but I give this one a 
a 5.5. Oh, I gave it to 4.5, yeah. I still think the acting was good and it was well shot, so there's that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was just bored. Yeah. Uh, another thing that uh, kind of bored me was an uh, Apple TV Plus show called Criminal Record. Uh, that doesn't is, sound generic uh, at all. <laughs> no. It's uh, with uh, the guy from Doctor Who, uh, Peter Capaldi. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is uh, set in London where there's two detectives that uh, has to go over an old murder uh, case. And uh, it's like a very young woman against a very well-connected old man that wants to like protect his legacy and those have to work together so it's also like a friction show and also uh we hate all men show and uh things like that so it's a mix of everything um apple tv plus have become uh up and down in quality at least they had had some shows like uh, that I very much like. This I didn't care for whatsoever. Uh, I have seen two episodes and I'm totally out. Uh, I also gave this a four. Uh, yeah, a little lower than the last one, actually. Okay. I didn't like it. Uh, there's a Netflix show, a Polish Netflix show, called Detective Forced. Uh, okay. It came out this week. It's about a detective who's investigating a serial killer, um, and that's pretty mm. much it. Uh, there's, like, some coins that is, like, the main clue that he's following. Um, it's not a great show. I mean, it's middle of the road. It feels a little uh, standard, you know, detective goes after serial killer. There's not, there's no real, like hook to the show it's very very bland mm. i guess is the the worst part about it um mm. the cinematography is pretty mid the acting's pretty mid um some of the you know it's a serial killer thing so the kills uh can be interesting it's got mm, there's some it's hard to tell if there's some religious aspect to it but cert, some of them there definitely is um yeah i don't know it's it's not great. I'd probably give this a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Never ever heard about this. I, a yeah. Holy show, is it? Yeah, it just came out this week on Netflix. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, what I thought was the best show of the week, at least. Uh, Definite of that. <laughs> that was very hard for me to say for some reason. Okay. Def, Def and Ot. Death other. and other details. Details. Yeah, I want to say otter instead of otter. Otter, otter, otter. Like the animal otter. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're very cute. So, uh, <laughs> not the, but that's not what we're talking about. Okay. Death and other details is what it's called. Yes. Uh, this is on Hulu? Question mark? Uh, yes. Yeah, because I had it on Disney+. Plus. Um... Yeah, it's about this girl called Imogen that uh, finds herself in the wrong place at the uh, wrong time and becomes uh, the prime suspect of a very 
convoluted uh, uh, locked room mystery, and they are in this uh, lavishly uh, restored uh, Mediterranean ocean liner, and everyone is a suspect, uh, every uh, guest, every crew member, and uh, to uh, 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 prove her innocent, she has to work uh, with a man she hates, uh, and I mean really, really fucking hates, uh, called Rufus, and he is the world's greatest detective, question mark? Or something, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> he's a... It, he's something. a detective, but he seems... Yeah. He seems to be more uh, a con man also. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. I think he's the killer. Yeah, no. I I already have decided he is the killer. You've, you've decided that? Okay. Yes. Yeah, the show was... It was... A derivative of a lot of other... I feel like it wanted to be murders in the building. It also... Yes. Uh, wanted to be a few other kind of like uh, Poirot things we've seen recently. It was just yep. trying to be a lot of a other lot. things, but yeah. for Hulu, it almost. Um, yeah, yeah it, it was fine. Everything was fine about it. it. But yeah. again, it, it felt like there was nothing special about it either. Um, the acting was good. There was a lot of special effects happening to make this boat look like very lavish and very, mm -hmm. especially on the outside, you could tell there was a lot of mm -hmm. like green screen effect and things like that happening. Mm -hmm. Some of the characters are interesting, but over the top to the point that it's hard to like believe them as characters almost. Right. You're not supposed to like anybody and suspect everybody. Is That's there. true. Yeah. 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 And then there's kind of the flashback flash flashback stuff which is can be confusing mm. to me at points i guess maybe I, right. I was trying to pay attention but maybe i was doing other things at the time um but certain aspects of that can be a little bit confusing so uh i think it'll get better is my thought the more i if i watch more so i'm gonna give it a 6.5 oh we're not uh, that far away okay. i give it a seven yeah yeah uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it also has one of my favorite actors in it, uh, Rahul Kuli. So, I like him. It's just one of those shows that, like, it's good, it's fine, yeah. and it's entertaining, I like but I don't feel like if somebody at a, at a dinner party was like, oh, what's a new show you're watching, that I'd ever recommend this to anybody. <laughs> no. Right. No, but it, I, I think it was very much like... I feel like it. Uh, I'm not going to say glass onion like, but it is kind of glass onion like. Oh yeah, in, like in yeah, it's, and it's trying to be that and Poirot and uh, yeah, yeah. murders in the building and a few other things that these like yes. stylized murder mystery shows. Um, I think it's banking on you know the craze of uh, true crime podcasts and things like that. Mm. Also, um, so I understand what they're going for. It's just. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there could have been a, a hook. There's something to hook me, and I didn't get that right. quite yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the yep, last thing sir. I saw was Ted. Is that the last thing you saw? Yeah. That is the last thing I saw. A sitcom about, uh, which is a prequel to the Ted movies, which, believe it or not, I've never <laughs> seen either of the Ted movies. What? Yeah. You've never seen the Ted movies? Well, I remember when the first one came out, everybody said it was terrible. Uh, so I didn't ever watch it. So I love them. 
I think everybody now says that they're good, but when it first came out, everybody was like, this is a dumb movie. And I remember really? it. Really? Yeah. I liked it. And I just never saw either of them. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'll am i watch this, and then I'll watch those, which works out because this is a prequel. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of getting the idea of what's going on. Uh, I, I've seen the trailer. I know, you know the idea of the Ted right. movies, which is a... Yeah. Teddy bear who comes to life and gets famous for that and, and becomes like a rock star where he can uh, get all these women and do all these drugs and uh, probably in the end he has to get his life together to save his family or something is my guess. Um, this one, he's with this family uh, living this life where he just became a sentient being and he's trying to, uh, they send him to school. That's basically the storyline, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a comedy yeah. sitcom, uh, very over the top characters, uh, yeah. very uh, Boston centric. There's a lot of Boston jokes, a lot of Boston, yes. Boston accents. Um, yeah, it it feels like a throwback to older sitcoms in a way. Yep. But at the yep. same time, making fun of those older sitcoms because it's got a yep. teddy bear in it, which is uh, they even kind of reference at one point. Like he's like. Fozzie Bear is on, like, they reference all these other uh, pop culture uh, bears at the time. So yeah, they're yeah. fully aware in the show of that kind of thing that's happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's self-aware, I guess, is my point. I I, I liked it. What about you? Hey, uh, am I known for hating uh, sitcoms? Look, would you say that? Oh Yeah, I would say you don't like American sitcoms. Yeah, I, I don't. I love this. This, I had so much fun with. Uh, I think if you buy the concept and just run with it, you will have a blast with it. Because I had a fucking blast with it. I really, really, really liked it. Uh, yeah, no, I I gave the first episode a seven, actually. A seven? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's good. That much. Um, I laughed. That's what a sitcom is supposed to do. So, yeah, I would say it's almost even just a almost a parody of a sitcom. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it was fine. I would give it a, a six. Yeah. Yeah. But we also saw the ever first episode of What Look. The Trust, a game of greed. This is episode one. Uh, called House of Lies. The contestants arrive at a cliffside mansion where a $25,000 prize is shared equally to win. They must simply trust each other, but schemes soon arise. Um, so, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the concept is they have to all... Uh, agree. Agree at the end of each episode whether or not they should vote on kicking mm-hmm. some one person out. And if they all agree that to not kick anybody out, then the money stays split among the rest of them. But if somebody gets greedy, uh, even just one person, uh, and they vote to vote somebody out, somebody leaves. So it only takes one person yep. to vote to vote somebody out. But let's say two bi- people vote one way, one person votes another way, and then five people vote a, th- mm-hmm. a third way. Then you know majority rules. Um, yeah, so it's a game of distrust mo- mostly, right? Because the producers yeah. are always banking on the fact that the, these people are going to... 
they're going to be able to um, sow seeds of doubt with different contestants. So one of the ways they right. do that is they have a, a decision that when somebody wins a competition, they get a choice to go. They go into this room and they get to choose. But what do they call it? A um, an offer. They get an offer to either. And it could be anything. It could be take this amount of money and you and you leave. Or mm-hmm. add money to the prize, and uh, you don't get to vote next time. Or it could be as simple as uh, you get to kick somebody out, or you get kicked out. I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. Like the offer could be anything, and in that way, the producers can kind of manipulate the game any way they want to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, very standard cutty cooker uh, show. But uh, I didn't mind it at all. Uh, I mean, uh, it's definitely something that will be very easy to follow. I'm very, I'm also extremely happy that they fucking <laughs> said something about the rules. I'm so happy. <laughs> finally, finally, a reality show we know the rules of. Uh, it's a tiny bit, uh, yeah, bland, but. Uh, uh, it's interesting enough for me to, to say that we will continue talking about it. How about you? Uh, well, we've got another episode to go. I, I fear that this is so bland that maybe it's not going to be fun to talk about, but we'll mm. wait for another episode to see what happens. We should say the, the host is Brooke Baldwin, who used to be a CNN anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird. She, she's a fine host, I guess. She's not. Yeah, she's good. She shows up a little more than I think she should. I, I because it's like a game of distrust. They should really let them stew in it more than, or at exactly, least yeah. show us them stewing in it more than they do. But we'll I see. Agree. Yeah, what happens in the next episode? Yeah, let's talk a little about Eurovision twenty twenty four. It's still two weeks ago away. I'm guessing from us covering Eurovision, but uh, Nordic artists are calling for Israel to be banned. Why is that? Uh, Finnish and Icelandic artists, as well as protesters in Norway, are calling for Israel Mm -hmm. to be banned from Eurovision. Uh, So are artists in Norway also calling for it at all, or...? No, so what happened is on Saturday, uh, it was a semi-final, and... Uh, the leader of the Red Party came out, uh, well, not the leader, one of the uh, heads. people that was heads of okay. the Red Party came out and like protested in the middle of the uh, live performances. Did they get and, on stage or was it like in yeah, the yeah. Okay. All right. No, no, they were on stage and like, yeah, yeah, boycott Israel and things like that. So it's been talked about a lot in Norway, especially because of that. Well, yeah, I, a lot of people saw it, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Um, they joined the vo- voices of a- artists and activists who are opposing the country's participation in the 2024 edition, which is to be held in Sweden in May. Um, it says here that European Broadcasting Union, which oversees the organization of the contest, has reiterated that Eurovision is an apolitical event and that Israel mm-hmm. meets all conditions. It's a quote, the... Eurovision Song Contest is a competition for broadcasters from all over Europe and the Middle East. It is a contest, and and Australia, it is a contest for broadcasters, (laughs) not governments, 
and the Israeli pu- public broadcaster has participated in the contest for 50 years. Uh, this hasn't mm. stopped more than 1,400 Finnish artists joining the Icelandic musicians in demanding Israel be banned. Okay. Yeah, why wouldn't they ban them when uh, Russia got banned over the war? It seems like, I mean, it says right, the authors of the petition also accused them of double standards as the broadcasting company was one of the first to demand the ban of Russia's participation exactly. in Eurovision following the invasion of Ukraine in 2002. Yeah, um, yeah it says, uh, also, Norwegian demonstrators gathered outside of the headquarters of NRK uh, last week in Oslo. So there was another mm-hmm. protest, apparently, as well, for, uh, you know, just in general, uh, like, outdoor... Um, yeah, this is... I mean, th- I feel like this is going to spread. Do you think this is going to spread to other countries? Uh, I mean, the Nordic countries are pretty big when it comes to uh, Eurovision. So, yes, if enough people say it, I think they will be banned. I don't know. Hmm. I find it difficult. I find I find it difficult. I I to say. I I personally don't think uh, they should. But that's me. Uh, uh, that's more on a personal notice because uh, Israel is one of my favorite Eurovision countries. But uh, I understand it, like from a human perspective. Uh, yeah, I just I do think there's a double standard here with the whole Russia sure. thing. Especially if they're saying in their own statement, uh, Eurovision is an apolitical event, and yet yeah. you showed that it's cur- clearly... Cur- clearly not, yeah. Well, at least your policies aren't apolitical. The, the right. event itself could still be apolitical. There's no songs that are political. There's no right. political messages being uh, cited. But people could argue that the last, last year... All the Ukraine stuff, was that not yeah. political, inherently political? I don't know. It's just, uh, there is definitely a double standard here. Um, yeah. I, I, It's not for me to say whether they should be banned or not. I, ju- I just do think if you're going to do, if you're going to ban one country uh, for uh, invading another country uh, or, yeah. or another territory or whatever, depending on which side of it you're on, uh, right. you, should, you should hold that standard to everybody, right? I think if I, I think if uh, England invaded Ireland, it, they they should be held to the same standard, right? There you go. Yeah, they did the potato war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, did you know that if you were a Prime member, you get uh, two credits instead of one if you follow our link uh, to Audible? That's audibletrial.com/adz. That's audibletrial. Dot com slash ADC, and then you can read yourself up on the Israel-Palestine conflict. All right, movie round. Let's talk about that movie that we saw but didn't see together. Uh, we saw <laughs> Lift. Well, we saw we saw half of it together. So. Something like that. Yeah, we saw yeah. Lift uh, with Kevin Hart. It was a you know a Kevin Hart action movie. I feel like I've seen a bunch of Kevin Hart action movies similar to this, where it's action comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, this one took a little, took itself a little more seriously than most Kevin Hart action movies, I would say. Yeah. Or at least Kevin Hart took himself more seriously than other action movies he's done. Yeah, sadly I laughed for the wrong reasons, because holy fuck, this was Mission Impossible. 
I, it, uh, I mean, I, I made fun of it singing the Mission Impossible theme, and all of a sudden, they stole that as well. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if the whole uh, them trying to heist an NFT from a gallery is like, was that supposed to be a joke? Was that supposed to be self-referential right. humor in that they know that you know. can't heist an NFT because it's not like a physical thing? Or was that just stupidity? I, I, it's hard to tell. They were, they were mm-hmm. writing a fine line of what they was comedy and what was just them being stupid i it was hard to tell which, where where the line was but look this is the director of fast and furious 8 and straight out of compton so there is also that okay and the new italian job <laughs> the new version yeah it felt just re- very generic very uh i've seen this movie like so generic 20 times probably yeah. um no surprise ending, no surprise anything nope. really to this. It was very standard, nope. cut and dry, turn your brain off yep. action comedy yep. movie. So it's probably, I don't know, a four. It is such a four. <laughs> it is, it's, it's like if someone asked me like to show them what a four movie is, I would show them this. I Like at least uh, it almost was interesting that like there were certain aspects to it i'm like oh this is clearly a character that's going to be the bad guy but in the end it's like mm. he was the bad a bad guy but he didn't really do anything that bad you know it, you know the ca- character i'm talking about probably but yeah. yeah yeah okay i watched salt burn uh, from 2023 with uh, barry keogan mm-hmm. and uh resmond pike for example the TikTok movie. Yep. The TikTok movie? Everybody on TikTok is going crazy for this movie. Ah. Yep. Is that because it's about the gay guy? I think it's because of the creep. Well, people are. A lot of people are talking about the creepy bathtub scene. Oh, that is such a fucking. Ugh. I don't. I, I haven't watched it yet, but that, I know that from yeah. uh, just yeah. social media. Yeah. Well, I fucking love this movie, so there's that. Uh, it has 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 71%, and 75% of Google users like it, so that's pretty, like, in the same ball. Uh, I thought it actually was better than a 7. Uh, I gave it an 8.5, actually. I really liked it. I think... I think... If the ending wasn't there, it would probably be a 7. But because of the ending of it all, and I'm not going to spoil it, but that ending is one of the best endings I've seen in uh, movies in quite a while. Okay. Uh, but it is a, it is more, more or less about greed and how envy controls us. Uh, and it's about Oliver that uh, uh, lives in an unfortunate way, and he falls in love with this guy called Felix, that uh, uh, invites him to his estate, and uh, that uh, where he meets uh, his family. And this estate is called Saltburn, so it's a place. Uh, yeah, like I said, one of the better movies I've uh, seen from last year. I really, really liked it. Uh, 8.5. I think this will get some Oscar nominums. 
Uh, okay, I saw Roleplay on Amazon um, with Kaylee Oh, Kuku. I have heard about this. It's supposed to be very, very bad. It is not great. It's not terrible either. It's <laughs> I, like as far as this and Lyft, they're so on the same level of like they're both like super four movies. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like anything super terrible. It's just very. Okay. I've seen this plot Mary. before where two a married couple and this it's very similar mm -hmm. to uh true lies that tv show slash movie where the one mm -hmm. member of the couple is actually a secret agent or in this case assassin and the other one doesn't know about it uh mm -hmm. in this one they go on a a little date where they meet at a hotel and pretend that they're different people you know the classic mm -hmm. role play where you meet up at mm -hmm. a hotel and mm -hmm. and Oh, we just happened to notice each other from across the bar, mm -hmm. even though you're married mm -hmm. already. Um, but in in I'm this case, in this case, she <laughs> is an assassin, and somebody at the bar notices, like, recognizes her as having a target on her head. Uh, so, yeah the, the the movie itself is very uh, bland in that you've seen this movie about a hundred times. Very okay. much like Lyft. It's just a popcorn movie where you turn your brain off and it doesn't really matter. It's just a silly comedy action movie. Um, hmm. I wouldn't say it's terrible. I wouldn't say it's great. It, it's maybe a little... No, it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> but it, is it the most four movie that you have ever seen? Like it's, it's really on the same level. Like, they're so on the... There's no... Okay. It's it's not like there's any like real audio issues or bad camera work or bad mm. dialogue or anything. It's just very right standard, not interesting, not not even a five because it's not middle of the road because it's not very <laughs> middle of the road. There would have to be something there to like latch onto. It's just right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just written by AI probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything is this week. Holy fuck. Uh... Uh, when we are talking right now, uh, Samsung just released uh, uh, the promo material for their Samsung S24 Ultra, and Jesus Christ, it's focused all on AI. They've done some things that are smart with that, but yeah. Anyway, I am a little bit fed up of hearing about AI, to be fair. Um, well, it's going to take over our lives in the next few years, so probably important to pay attention to some of the things, but I don't know. It's... Oh, yeah. It's... I heard, uh, I heard they won some f film awards this week, right? There, some Oppenheimer of this... was written by an AI, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm, I bet some some things were done in some of these movies. Something was done by AI, I almost guaranteed, but... Uh, yeah, Oppenheimer, Critics' Choice Award uh, winner as far as, like, the most Critics' Choice Awards. Barbie in second with six. Um, mm -hmm. and, and then what about TV? Uh, what happened with TV? That's... Right, so uh, let me go down, down, down. Uh, succession, 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 succession. Uh, the morning show, okay. Uh, Beef Ground, got a few. Bear. Beef got a, like two yeah. or three. Yeah. The bear, the bear, the bear. 
the bear only murders in the building. Beef, beef. Yeah. Yeah. So beef, 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 beef. beef succession, and the bear really are the ones that I see the yeah. most on here if I'm just scrolling through. Uh, yep. Best animated series, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off? I don't know about that. I feel like yeah, there no. were better animated series this year. I agree. Yeah. I think I think actually like uh, both like Bob's Burgers and uh, Young Love, especially the Bob's Burgers movie that came out this year. So hmm. yeah, yeah, that I actually liked. Yeah, more than you. <laughs> Fun enough. All right, there's a Netflix documentary about Vince McMahon. All right. Um, mm-hmm. The docuseries chronicling the life and career of Vince McMahon is scheduled to premiere this year. 2020, they, oh, WW announced collaboration with Netflix uh, for the project, so it's been in the works for a while. Well, Mc, probably they had to stop production for a little while when he got like in trouble. They're like, uh, we're going to have to change the end of this movie. Um, yeah, the, and Dave Meltzer has said that he was uh, interviewed for this project. Which they're not in very go- on very good terms, if, as far as I remember. No. Yeah. So that well, it just shows at least they're going to show both sides at very least. Yeah. Um, uh, while McMahon can review clips, his input will only be considered after final cut. So, whatever that means. Next week we will also have a normal episode of Not Digital Citizen. It will uh, contain news of the week, Throne tells the truth, TV of the week, some movies, and the Trust episode two review where we will decide if we're going to continue watching it or maybe find something else. Who knows? Um, it could get really Who bad knows? or it could get uh, really good. If it's really good, I don't. maybe we'll move on to something worse. That's possible. We'll see. <laughs> Try to find something worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that hard. Nowadays, I don't think that's too hard. Yeah, no, it's... That's that's maybe the most problem I had with the first episode. It's fucking bland as fuck. Well, there was a lot of character introduction, so you got to get past that yeah. like part of the show, and then a lot of explaining of the rules. So going into right. episode two, we're gonna get a lot more gameplay, and we'll see if what we think so. about it out yeah. of that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, look, you have ad block on your computer, right? I do. Yes. I have AdBlock Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it uh, help you with YouTube? Not anymore. Uh, well, I mm. turned it off a little while when they told me I couldn't have it on because it kept uh, denying me playing videos. And then, uh, yeah, I so I haven't had it on a while. Mm. Well, it's not just you. YouTube is slowing down your PC if you have AdBlock installed by making your CPU sweat. Though, despite the company's past behavior, it's probably AdBlock's fault. Uh, AdBlock users have been reporting widespread performance issues with extensions enabled on YouTube. Well, Suspicious suspicious justifiably fell on... Oh, Suspicions justifiably fell on YouTube's head. The problem may not lie with the platform itself. Uh, In a thread posted to YouTube subreddit, a user said... This mess ups, messes up the resources on the computer as a whole, and it kills Chrome, it seems. Uh, they noted that having AdBlock enabled causes slow load times and increased CPU usage. Okay. Um, yeah, by 
around 17%. That is a lot. Yeah, because it should just be working in the background. Yeah. But what they're saying is that it's a problem just in between how Adblock you uses YouTube. Uh, but the and that YouTube, their managing of ads is causing Adblock to do this? Right. Is that what they're mm. saying? Yeah. Mm. Cool. Uh, some uh, YouTube stuff. Jesus Christ. Uh, Mama Max. Have you heard about this? I saw like a video about it, but I didn't watch it. What, what's what's okay. the deal? So, Mama Max is this allegedly, allegedly, pedo hunter uh, that has uh, been very on YouTube and he has made a lot of like controversial things because pedo hunting is kind of controversial uh, but uh, during some investigation things they have found out that uh, not one single person that he has said that has gone to prison or that he really caught has actually been caught or was probably a pedo so he's excuse uh, accusing people that uh, never did anything wrong and also like fabricating uh, things for people to go to his patron mm -hmm. and uh, support him with money and so is he faking it like with actors or is he accusing people who aren't both oh okay yeah yeah so maybe he started so. out accusing people that weren't and then realized, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to move over to actors and faking it that way. Maybe. I don't know. I guess I'd have to look more into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the biggest controversies this week. Uh, if we don't talk about Nikki's Not Green, maybe. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Um, I don't know. There's so much to go into about that. As far as like oh my God. the background of it, because I don't think we've ever yep. really talked about it. Nope. I know we said at one point, I was like, oh, there's this whole Nick is not green thing, but we don't really know what's going to happen with it yet. I remember mm. saying that at one point, and we never talked about it because like it's always been so kind of up in the air. But he made his, I, I wrote down uh, Apology 3.0. I think it, that's where we're at as far as his apologies go. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Where I thought this was a pretty genuine apology. I some people had a yeah. problem with it for some reason, but I thought the this at no. least he recognized like that his other apologies were kind of snide and backhanded mm -hmm. to certain individuals, not necessarily the people who were he he wronged, but other people involved. He he backhandedly was snide to them in the, in the apologies instead of being genuine. Um should we? I mean, the whole thing was he made some videos on on people that were uh, accused of things by friends of his um, without doing as much research as he should have done, accusing people of very mm -hmm. serious things, and then it all not being true. And then after it coming out that none of it was true, uh, sticking with his story, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's the main problem uh he seems to like he i agree i i really really thought he took uh, accountability uh in his last video i don't really understand why everybody has a problem with that but 
I don't. I, I think it's mean, only people yeah. who already don't like him for whatever reason yeah. that we're having a problem with this apology. Like they're just looking for excuses uh, to not like this guy because they just don't like his uh, stances on things. Um, mm. I think he has made some problems of like being a little too uh, jumping the gun on things and trying to report on them too quickly and not getting all of his facts before he like puts out a video, which is a problem in all different kinds of like media as far as uh, even news media sometimes jumps the gun way too soon and like puts mm -hmm. out stories that are incorrect. And it's the same on YouTube with especially commentary YouTubers. Um, and I think hopefully he's realized that. Do you think the whole thing was a bit blown, blown out of proportion at the beginning? But then when he mm. doubled down on the fact that he was, wasn't was wrong, right. that's when yeah. everybody really turned on him because it was like, well, you at least have to take some accountability for making these videos. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, what else did I have? Uh, Colleen Ballinger put out a video that everybody was talking about because she was talking about how she had a a, a deal with a company uh, to do a Broadway show, all right? This was before the controversy, and that obviously got okay. canceled, and she said in that, when talking about it, she said, uh, they canceled my show because of a, a story that came out that was total lies. And everybody was like, wait, did she just say that all this stuff, did she now again come out and say <laughs> it was all lies? But again, yeah. she didn't actually say what controversy was a lie. And there, most people are speculating mm. it's the the blackface one, which actually was kind of a lie because it was her doing like Wicked, which is like right. green, like a green, like a witch, witch face, I guess, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it was just bad. bad uh, the photo was like bad color grading or something um, that pe everybody accused her with. Uh, mm. So people are saying that maybe is what she was saying the media was lying about, but she never specifies. So at the same time, it can make the people who follow her go, oh, maybe she's also talking about all the, those other things, right? It's really, mm -hmm. it's kind of a, dir a dirty backhanded way of like uh, secretly saying to your fans, oh, actually, oh, I don't take accountability for any of that stuff. I don't know. Right. Have you heard about uh, the Rabbit R1? Because holy fuck, I have not heard about anything else in tech this week. You can't trick me with that. <laughs> what? It's got it's uh it's you sent sent it to me and I looked at the links because I was like, what is this? I'll look at the description, and uh, and it's a uh, it's a Rick roll. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not okay. That's what it's. No. Uh, it told me it's a Rick Wall, so I was like, "Oh, he's trying to get me." No. Go into the description. <laughs> go into the description and look into the into the description of the of the video. Uh, did I send you a video about that? We're, I think which so. chat? Uh, the probably pod the links? yeah, probably pod links is my guess. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, yeah, it's a, the YouTube link you sent me that's not, like, highlighted or whatever. There it is. And then if you go into the description... It... Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were going to give you up 2022 remastered. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so when you sent it to me, I went in the description because I was like, uh. 
I would just wanted to read up on like what the video you sent on sent me was before I watched it, and I was like, oh, he's just trying to rickroll me, so I didn't even watch no. it. <laughs> no, no, I thought you were trying uh, to get me. No, I sadly wasn't trying to get you. I'll I'll try that once, but uh, not this time. Uh, no, I don't rickroll you. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's go into this Verge article, I guess. Uh, the Rabbit R1 is an AI-powered gadget that you can use apps for. So it's uh, 199, and it's like everybody was talking about uh, it after it was uh, hauled uh, a press conference about this on uh, after is it R R C X or whatever it's called? Sure. The like big uh, tech in industry thing. And uh, it's supposedly it's, it's an operating uh, software called Rabbit OS, and uh, it has uh, uh, Chat GPT uh, in it. It has a camera in it, and it's like a it's a, an assistant that's kind of like similar to Alexa or Google, but. Everybody's talking about this because it's like they sold uh, ten thousand units in like two seconds. Because everybody's like, "Holy shit, this is the biggest new thing!" And yeah, I can't get away from getting recommended people talking about this. So. Huh? Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I would need this, but I guess somebody who is like uh, who needed to keep track of all the dates on the calendar and everything like that. I guess it could be... I, I don't know what you would need the AI for in, a, in like, a, a date. It's just basically a date book, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, sure. I guess everybody just wants yeah. one. Uh, C-A-S was the what, what I was talking about. So, yeah. C-A-S. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you see the McKamey Manor update? I did. So, Russ McCamey put out a video on his channel for the first time in, I think he said five years, which was basically yeah. a call-out of Reckless Ben, and then Reckless Ben made a response to him. This feels like YouTube in 2008, or 2010, Eight, yeah. you know what I mean? When yeah, yeah, there were, like, reply yeah. girls and stuff, like, I'm expecting to see re 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 uh, from, McC uh, from Russ McCamey next. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you yeah, think what of the video? Yeah, what did you think about it? <laughs> I asked you exactly the same time. Yeah, no, it was interesting. I mean, it's like I don't really know what to say. It's just it seems like such a wild story, and I I, I definitely think the mechanic manner guy is completely nuts. Considering there's a current police investigation putting this video out seems like a terrible idea to me for him yeah to be putting it out while he's like under investigation showing uh one of the things i mean they have all that video so i don't know mm -hmm. is he trying to get ahead of it I, I don't know what's going on but um the back and forth is the most interesting to me that He's clearly on the back foot enough that he feels like he has to defend himself in some way, and I don't know how that video yeah. was supposed to defend him. It just made no. him look worse, but somehow he thinks that's like 
showing the the ret guy. He's trying to show him as like the bad guy who or like a weak mm. weak and like he's just uh he's just trying to do this to increase his business's profit or whatever. Uh, he's just Why? out to get me because I'm the best at this and he wants to be the best at this. And it's yeah, it's delusional almost, but at the same time kind of yes. Machiavellian. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things that I have the biggest problem with it is that that he's like uh he's trying to put it on on Ben that he wants to be better at it. I don't really think that's the thing. No, I he, he doesn't get the joke. I don't think that's. Uh, I think that's the problem there. He just doesn't get the joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like thinks that they're being serious and everything. He just doesn't understand. I think he's somebody who doesn't understand humor, which I, is very clear if you watch any of the other videos. He like never gets that they're joking, even though it's clear that they're making fun of him. He's like, "All right, that's okay. Everybody stop!" And it's like <laughs> he's being very serious about it, even though it's clear they're like in goofy outfits and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, uh, I don't have anything else. Let's see. Uh, the alien conspiracy in Miami, that's been a thing for the last few weeks. Look that up if you haven't seen anything about that, Fro. Um, okay. There's a whole thing of people... There was, like, a big cop response to some fight or something. It was, like, massive cop response, and then everybody uh, on social media decided that it was because aliens were there. Not sure why. Uh, there was no video of aliens or anything. It was just a bunch of cops. And then everybody was like, oh, must have been aliens. Um, and then the last thing I had is the Ace family got divorced. Oh, yeah, nobody saw that coming. I can't Aww. imagine why they, of all people, mm. would get divorced. I mean, they seemed so good together. Yeah, it was definitely not a toxic relationship whatsoever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to you guys on getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel bad for the kids, though. Sure, sure. Um, I, I, yeah. Honestly, hopefully they end up with the mom. We'll see, though. Yeah. I also hope they end up with the mom, because out of those two, I would definitely be with the mom. Yeah, I have a strange feeling we're going to see some crazy stories coming out in the next few months about Austin McBroom, so... Mm -hmm. Imagine single awesome McBroom out there. It's going to be... Uh, there's going to be stories, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is... Uh, Fro. Okay. That's your name? All right. Yeah, yeah. My name, is, name? My name is Orf. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another video. Another digital, another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.